Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. And it's all about how you complete your day. Listen, first of all, if you are hearing or under the sound of my voice, whether you are live or in replay or Memorex or next year, or you come across this podcast because something has happened, or however, if you just heard what I just said, type in the comments, congratulations, because today, y'all, is episode 90. We're counting it at episode 90 because we had to set a goal. We had to set a goal. We had to set an exit strategy, and whether this is the 90th episode or however you want to count it, I'm counting it like this. Remember the first time we said, oh, let's just grab a journal. Let's write down some of the stuff, right? So I went back uh, a couple podcasts ago, maybe a 10 podcasts ago, 20, I don't know. And I said, let me count. How, how far are we into this thing? Because we're starting to really feel really good. We've been in, been in it and at it long enough where it's a habit. I wake up, the first thought is, Ooh, let's do the podcast. And so I grabbed this journal. I had this amazing journal, um, came out of one of my, uh, swag bags. And I think this particular one came from an event that I went to for Google and they gave us this big full size journaling, uh, for creatives and ideas and things like that. And I have several and I keep a couple of them of various sizes, one for the purse, the bag, all kind of stuff. And so we started writing down and creating like notes, kind of what ended up being word clouds for each podcast. And I said, you know what? I need to do something else with this. And so today marks the day we turn the corner. I'm on the page. I've already written down the 90. Uh, we start each day with a blank page. These are my, these have been my first thoughts of the day, dog snoring, yawning, all that stuff in the background. Um, and literally, 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 it has become really such a part of my life and and my family. What I, what I loved and learned about this is that, uh, the household lent itself to the quiet time of this happening. And, and just, just as a creative, let me tell you, when you are, when you, when there's something that you love or something you feel you're called to do. And, uh, and those around you that you are accountable to when they give you their blessing, not necessarily their permission, cause you're going to do it anyway, but when they give you their blessing, you know, the dog laying back down instead of like, uh, sounds like you're awake, you know, petty Betty's not back. That means I need to go out the dog laying back down. You know, that's a blessing. He's like, okay, she didn't say get out and he didn't leave. So shifted our lives shifted around this and I said I wanted to end the last uh four podcasts talking about love because lord knows we done talked about everything else and I really wanted to end on love simply because that's why I did this and I hope that's why you listen I know I know hateration and all well you know I don't really have any of that or pay attention to it. Um, I know that's a part of social media, but I came on because I was trying to figure out how to ease myself back into life or what was once life or what was once, um, how I did things that I could not remember how, how I used to do. I couldn't remember what life used to be. I was going through, you know, the trauma, the drama, the grit, no, 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 no drama. But trauma, realizing what I went through was trauma, uh, that my family went through was trauma, that we all had, our, that we were all reacting to it in our own ways. And, and, and you know, we stopped saying new normal. And my daughter was like, okay, y'all, there's no such thing as new normal. It's like, you know, hey, we just keep going. Um, and, and that she, she was saying, you know, putting new normal on it. Um, puts a level of expectations on it, which brings on it only more disappointment because, you know, and that's what this was really about recognizing that, you know, we have, we we're going to have some disappointments and the majority of the disappointments we were having uh, resulted in heartbreak, but it did so because of the misunderstanding. So you can see, honey, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know about you guys. Cause I don't know how many of y'all have listened to, but I've been here for all of them. And, I now get a, I now can process things 
a whole lot different. And I've had to do that pretty much all my life because all my life I felt like, you know, something just, something just weird about this life thing, right? And, uh, and, and, it, and there have been some tremendous difficulties, but there have been some tremendous opening up some candy. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, kid, look, let's just get it open. I, I feel like I need to pop something. Um, you can't eat candy in podcasts. See what I'm saying? All right, but I feel like for me, uh, I've been able to process. I have. I'm. I'm that person. I have to process what's going on around me. I have to talk about and speak about the things that are obvious. Like I wasn't gonna sit here and like try to open up the candy. Y'all like what's going on in the background? Open up a candy. You've heard me make lemonade. Uh, I've. I mean, this thing has been so public. But it can't, it started because I was having these conversations with myself, trying to talk myself out of bed each morning. And, and, and a lot of that, you know, it's like share it because that's, that's my behavior is to share it. And I went live and how to, how to get out of bed wasn't, didn't mean I was coming on here to tell anybody how to get out of bed. I was coming on here asking how do I get out of bed? How did you get out of bed? How? And I am like, wait, I know we all we we literally just posted the same thing. How did you make it to work? How did you get dressed? How, I mean, how are we doing this? And I said, well, you know, and, and I was getting some of those same questions. I was getting, like, people were asking how, how I'm, I'm looking, trying to uh, make sure we landed on all the things that I said we would land on, that I set for us to land on. And I see that we landed a couple places. I want to make sure that we, oh, I also need to get some shares on. So let me do that. And I hope you guys will do the same. Uh, one of the things we said is, you know, stop letting good stuff die with you, right? Go out and and share, uh, like, and post. That's how I became a blogger. Not sharing my own stuff, but sharing others. Talk, uh, writing stories and and find these stories. Okay, so like I said, we started the conversations and we started creating these word clouds. And if you want to know where do we go as we celebrate episode 90, 90, 90, I committed to pretty much the past 90 days. I have been live each morning uh, for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. I think yesterday we went two hours. And you know, uh, I'm recording this one, this finale on Monday. So we always do a come Monday. And one of the reasons we love Mondays is because Mondays, because we, we want to love Mondays, because Mondays um, is the start of a new week. And usually if anybody has any experience with anxiety, it starts creeping in on Sunday night. Because that means that you either, if you're not able to do what you love, you don't feel like you're in the loving environment, you start looking at it, you're like, I got to put this mask on again. I've got to suppress, you know, Monday morning is all about putting on a mask and suppressing unless you are fully going into your day, realizing, hey, listen, this is just a part of life. I've got to do this. This is just simply a part of life, you know. And for me, the one thing I really, 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 really wanted out of life was not to have to do anything on a Monday. If I ever had a choice. It was like, let's do it any other day but Monday. Monday was always my domestic day because I, you know, being a mom, you know, you had a lot. Of, I had like laundry. Monday, Monday was my laundry day. Uh, Monday was my day to go do the whatever I had to do domestically. It was going to be done on Monday because I was going to have my weekend because, you know, we spent so much time living for the weekend. I was like, no, we're not doing that. So we'll do that Monday you know, everybody come home, do your homework. I'll do the laundry, you know, the cook, the cleaning and all that kind of stuff. And just really chill and enjoy. Because in, in one, two, especially like I remember during the time we had the whole blended family, it was like Sundays was just hell, you know. And, and then even after that, it's like because you had so much to do and this had to be there. And that, you know, it's like, okay, I can't think on anything else. And so I just wanted to chill on Sunday night. Then you had to get ready to go to work. And that, that just took on a whole other thing, you know, and then on Monday trying to get everybody out of weekend mode back into work and school mode. And, and listen, we got to operate as this full well or machine. And then, you know, everybody's dealing with all kind of stuff. It's like, no. So Monday for me was, I can't do anything else on a Monday. So but what I will do is reflect on this. Y'all, I, I really like, want, I'm so ready to hit the stop button and call this a 90 episode. 
whew, I'm, I feel so much relief only because I, I'm, I'm tired. Um, but let me think, how do I want to say this? And this is one of the things that I try to be so sure about, um, how to do this stuff. Let me see. Y'all, I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to get, I'm still trying to figure out what's going on on my page here. I mean, I, I mean, I have the greatest connection on this other device right about now because it's trying to load. Okay. And I went live kind of everywhere just to, just because this was the last one. But that does that mean you won't have a How to Get Out of Bed podcast tomorrow? Wrong. You will have a How to Get Out of Bed podcast tomorrow on wherever it is you listen to this one. Guess what? There's 90 plus. There's 90 plus because, again, there were a couple of them. We hadn't really figured out what this was. So you'll be able to. I mean, I was giving you seven of these a week. Seven. Seven. Nine if you count my, go by my schedule, right? Because I gave you one every, every, gave you one every day. And I, I like, let me tell you what, that was one of the lessons. Remember how I just said, I just realized, you know, Monday I really was like no good to nobody, right? Um, I started subscribing to numerology. And so numerology is one through nine. It's like a nine day cycle. So I remember at the beginning, the turning point of figuring out what this was, we talked about that listening to this podcast and going through these variable exercises that we come up with, it has to be based on what you subscribe to. Too many times, let me write that down. We're going to write down love and we're going to write down subscribe to subscribe. Okay. Because otherwise you're going to resist whatever information is coming forward, whatever change needs to happen, whatever behaviors are in the way whatever barriers that are around you, you've got to listen to this based on what you subscribe to. You can't even fully adopt. You, you, can, look at, you can look at me or listen to me through whatever lens or gaze that you have going on that you have available to you but and say, oh, I want to do what she does. I want to do what she just said. I want that, this, and that. It'll never happen for you because it, this is ba- what's going on with me is based on what I subscribe to. And, you know, the ask that I have, I ask for those things on particular days and particular hours, particular times. Everything that I do is specific because I understand the universe will give you what you ask for. And if you subliminal, subliminally put anything out there, it's going to subliminally happen. And you might miss it. I like to be dead on specific and targeted. So, you know, there's a lot of conversations that I don't get in that are happening all up and around. I'm like, not getting in that because I might make a mistake and put something out there and that ain't really what I want. Didn't it come? And I'm like, whoa, where'd this come from, right? No. So you got to be specific, right? Love is specific and quite contrary, it is conditional. Condition. It, there are conditions on everything. I don't know. That person that's running around looking for unconditional love, I hope I hope and pray you find it. But I can almost guarantee you won't. And I guarantee because you'll you'll never you'll never never ever know how to recognize it because there is I have not yet met a single solitary soul that will allow people to be in their space around them in their mind, heart and soul without conditions. And I'm talking about parental relationships, loving love lover relationships, all of I have not yet met one that did not come with conditions. There are conditions and there should be conditions because the first love that you should have, and we don't even know it, it should be, and people say it should be love of self. But from the minute you come out the womb, and I think for the most part, we're all still, there's a couple people running around here might have come out of something else, I don't know. But for the majority of us, we most of the people you run into came out of a womb. And the minute you do that, you come out of there with everything you've already heard. You heard a lot of stuff in there, okay? It is proven because the minute you come out, you recognize what? Voices, okay? And if you you were all up and around drama and trauma in the womb, you come out expect with that kind of expectation. Man, I met some people the other day, and I was like, oh, my God, what wound did they fall, fall out of? Whew. It was exa- I hate when people exhaust me. And because when they exhaust me, then I end up spending a couple of days trying to de-exhaust, trying to decompress from having been in their existence. And I had to be around these people the other day. 
young people at that. And I'm like, what the hell? You know, it's like, I can't even predict. I can't, I can't, I'm just exhausted from that. Oh, in fact, I'm trying to do something to change my entire life that put me in that circle. I'm like, that can't, that can't happen again. And, but yeah, I have to process that. So I say that to say, I forgot what I was saying. Conditions. It's about conditions, but you come out of the wound having heard a lot of stuff and you open your, you open your eyes and you now see beyond the wound. You, the first thing you see, you start modeling. And not only that, what you don't realize, what we most of the time don't realize is that which comes out of the wound starts molding us, starts modeling us. It's like, no, I wanted this one. The first thing happens is everybody, when you're born, I'm talking about when you're born, because anybody didn't get that. Uh, if I was talking too much in metaphors, when you're born, everything, everybody tries to give you everything you need, you know, and then, and then comes a point where people start saying no, or people, or you got those that, you know, they have all these conditions. No, this relationship, you know, is going to be this way. You're going to get fed this time. You're going to get changed that time. You're like, no, that's not really how this works. Right. So you come out with all these demands. But then you realize you gotta and you gotta exist in this in this space with these people who have other other things going on, and you try to carve out as much of the engagement between the two of you the way you want it, right? And and there are those you know they get what they want from then on and th- all throughout life, and then there are those that resistance is there from minute one, you know, and and then we become adults still trying to fix all that didn't go right in all those other times. Or we try to maintain all that did go right in all those other times. And so that's how we get here. And there was a meme. I'm, I became a meme. Uh, a quote of mine uh, became a meme in a parenting discussion. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then I looked and I was like, wait, I said that? I, apparently I said it at a, a conference. And it was something about um, we go through life, you know, as adults. But then there are these moments that moments that trigger us back right back into our childhood you know we walk we go through life looking like adults but then there are these moments that trigger us back into our childhood and let me tell you when I walk into a room with people I I first try to assess what their childhood was because that's that's literally you know how they're where the behaviors those behaviors behaviors are formed and I, I need another word for that but they are behaviors are formed uh and when I say behaviors, understand that I'm talking about expectations and personalities and all of that. It's, they're formed so early on. That's why you have adults out here now and they doubt everything. Like, I can't stand. There's a couple of things that I can't stand. There's people that will go without doubt and liars. Like, I can't, I can't, you know, it, it bothers me. Like, you know how you might ask a person, you can talk about the what I, I hate people volunteer um, more than is necessary, you know, like, Hey, what you doing? And the guilt is like so strong because these are people who go through life frauding people, you know, their whole, everything about them, this, they, they're, they're suppressing the lies of their life so much that they can't even answer simple questions without it being paragraph upon paragraph and explain. like, I, like, I just need yes and no stuff, you know? Um, yeah, but I'm doing this. I don't care why you're doing because I didn't already peaked all of that. Right. I can't stand when people overshare, over volunteer information because I don't need to know that you, you don't need to sway me because I really just don't care. You know, I would like I just need a specific piece of information right now. Um, I don't need to know. You know how I don't need you to go back into your lineage. I don't I don't care if, you know, it's just. That bothers me and it lets people know. It's, it's like, this is just not an honest person. It's like, I don't need to know why you're drinking that or walking. I just, oh my God. it. It's like being in a courtroom. You know, the, the, the judge, I'll, there's a courtroom drama that I watch online. And the judge is always, I think one of them is made it to television. And he's always trying to say, he's always telling them to stop. Because... Whenever he asked a question, especially somebody who's guilty, whenever he would ask a question, they would just keep volunteering information. He's like, you don't have to tell me that. Don't tell me that. 
Because, you know, he's getting ready to, like, rule in their favor. How many times, if y'all watch this, this, this couple of judges, maybe one or two on Periscope, that's live from the bench, right? And, uh, and like I said, one of them has ended up on television or whatnot. But um, every time when he's asking, he's getting ready to rule in their favor. If they would just, shh, you know, let him get to the ruling, pay you a little fine, and go on out. But they always go, but, Your Honor... And he goes, oh, and he always like look, throws his head in his hand, like, okay, what, you know? And then he and, and, and they'll speak. He said, you know, I'm gonna have to see you downstairs. Everybody on the stream already knows what's downstairs. Downstairs is the freaking holding cell. You're going to jail, right? Or even if he asks them, like, and there are those he can't for life set them free because they they talk too much. They'll come back up. Okay, can we do this again? Okay, now I'm gonna ask you, and they'll they'll have to go back downstairs because they've done so much stuff. The stuff that they're in there on, like you just in here on here because you ain't paid this, you were late doing this, you didn't show up for the, you signed up for the classes instead of going to jail, you didn't go to the class. Why do you go to the classes? But you're on. Oh Lord, here we go. Okay, you know my my aunt. My baby mama showed up at my aunt's house, you know, my brother, which is my uncle, and, you know, and all this kind of stuff, and, you know, just, <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. He was like, all you had to do was go to the anger management class, and then you couldn't do it, couldn't do it. You got to go downstairs, got to go downstairs, you know, just all kind of stuff. I'm telling you, conditions. Behaviors. Let me write that down. I didn't write down behaviors. We're creating a word cloud. In this, the episode, please write, type in, congratulations, episode 90. Uh, it's the end of how to get out of bed. I mean, there's 90 ways. We've given you 90 ways of, of getting out of bed, 90 ways to process the fact that if you have been blessed with another day, guess what? You've got to live it. And if it's a difficult day today, that we have discovered that faith is waiting one more day. If I started out podcast one, two, three, four, five, and, and I was looking down the pike and going, man, I got to do 90 of these. I never would have got here. I never would have got here. But because I'm like, oh, wait, I love doing it at this time. I love having this conversation. I love the outcome, the results, all those things that love, love, love each day. Uh, I love the audience. I love the people that I have met that have come in and we, we're having conversations. And most of it has been a two-way conversation before I started having these Wi-Fi issues and I have my other devices running. And I'm, I'm like, I don't know, ever since the right before the eclipse, I guess Earth fell off its axis. And I cannot, for the life of me, get on um, any of these things. Let me try one more here. Because I did want to engage with you guys, um, but then I want, really want this to be short. And we got, we're about 23 minutes in, y'all. And forgive me if I want this thing to be 30 minutes. I'm telling you, I, I'm so I'm excited, I'm ecstatic, but I, I, I really cannot get this uh, iPad on. I cannot. It's showing me certain things. I can see videos. I don't know if that's cached videos, or, but it will not load this page. And I cannot see, let me see, wait a minute, uh-oh, it's trying, it's trying, okay, because I need to, I need to get this uh, shared, let me share it over here on, I'm going to share it on, and I'll come back and put a, I want to get it on dryer buzz, let me do that, because I'm using the multi-streamer, I was not able to get it on a couple other pages, I have to share it, all right, so, um, I just really wanted to just say done, right? But like I said, if I if I started out the first week, the first day, with this in mind that I would do it for ninety days, I don't think I would have done. I would have done. And I and, and one of the things we we learned through doing this is you've got to break this break life down into how you do, how you need it. Like we first started out, we had a calendar. And I was like, y'all, I can't get with this calendar because, one, I never know what day it is. So I couldn't get with the calendar. So I pushed the calendar to the side. I needed to I needed to start my days with a blank page. And when I say I start my days with a blank page, that means that um, I, when I go to bed, I try to have that day done. I try to be able to call it a day. I love to be able to say, okay, this is the end of the day. And I try not to bring in things from 
yesterday into the day. Except for, you know, like when I have difficult situations, like that day I had to deal with those those um, those people. And I'm like, whoa. But I have to now process and make sure that, that I never put myself in that situation uh, again. But, and then to how, the, how this evolved, um, one, you know, starting out on one platform and then we start putting it on multi-platforms, um, the journaling, starting out with a blank page to taking notes and then realize that we were creating, literally creating word clouds. And now, depending on how I wake up, I can turn, I can open this journal and you will soon be able to open it, um, to some of my favorite broadcasts. Let me tell you what was a real eye opener broadcast, open seating, open seating. We did one the day before we did open seating, we did reserve seats because I had gone to a couple of events, um, over there, over that particular weekend. And each of the events that I went to, each of them had reserved seating, you know, which they called, you know, the VIP and this, that, and the other, right? And as they had these reserved seatings, um, as they had these reserved seating, those people didn't show up. So when the event got, when they finally said, you know, finally decided to stop waiting for those seats to fill and to go ahead and stop holding up the people who got there early, also paid money, um, also came to support, you know, more, well, actually came, actually came to support, actually paid money, actually was, you know, I heard one lady say, man, I bought this ticket as soon as they came on, right? Because they wanted to be there and support. And then there they were sitting behind the empty rows, you know, fill in, fill in that reserved seating. And so we talked about that and we said, open it up, you know, and I think I have on your uh, show up, ask, witness, reputation. That Those empty seats speaks to the reputation. It speaks to the reputation of uh, the people that don't show up. And it speaks to the reputation of the person that's having, that's looking to fill those seats. I won't say having those events, but it does. It speaks to the reputation because when people who don't show up for you, that means that you're trying to impress the wrong people. You're out there, trying out here, trying to impress the wrong people. And when I have my events, it's like my VIP is in, is in, the, is in the back somewhere. I'm like, you know, because, hey, first come, that my the first person that walks in would get, like, great prizes. I'm raffle, no. First, I'm telling you, um, that was our open seating. Open seating. Open seating, y'all. I'm telling you. We went from reserved seats to open seating. Places I go were there, open seating. Um, and, and it's funny because even open seating, people are still hesitant to go on the front row. That's the behavior. Like, I'm that person. I don't care where I'm going. I'm looking for the best seat because I know what I need. If, I'm, if I show up, I know why I'm there. I'm, if I'm there to support or if it's something I paid for or if I came there to get something that I need, I'm going to get in the best position in order to receive it, right? So after we talked about reserve seating, the next day we did a podcast about open seating, open mind, open heart, open spirit, open soul, and guess what? Healing. Healing. And at the event with it, it was a reserved seat. The person even uh, went to the stage and literally said to the people who were there, you know, we had hoped to have more people. Um, you know, all these people were expected. And, and, and people were looking at each other like, okay, but we're here. Do they not appreciate? No, they don't. They don't appreciate you being there. They didn't appreciate you being there at all because the only thing they were worried about is the ones that didn't show up. And there's too many people that they shout them out every time. They shout out the people that don't show up. They always shout them out the head. This is from the haters. Okay, well, what about us sitting here? Right? You know, maybe you need to realize who your true VIP are. Like when I came on this podcast, I talked about the fact that, hey, this being the first thing that I want to do when I wake up, and how much it was a blessing that even the dog is sitting here absolutely silent. When he could be barking all up and down and everything, walking around and making a sound, okay? Everything lending itself to that. The phone, obviously, hopefully, not going to ring. You know, there's nowhere, nowhere for me to be until I get this done. For the past 90 days. Why? Because that's been my life. That's been, that's been my family has realized well, that's the one thing, you know, she loves doing that. 
And it, it makes her a better person when she gets to get the content out. Because they've been around me uh, in a content preoccupied mind for a very long time. And they understand that, you know, we just let her get that out. Then she, we can do this and do that and all that kind of stuff, right? But you got to create, you got to create this world that you want to, that we want to live in. We have to create these worlds. And, you know, we, the, yesterday we talked about how to articulate, how to articulate some of this stuff. Let me turn back a couple times. Because usually on come Monday we would go back through and talk. Let me tell you, remorseful. Remorseful. We spend too much time wanting people to be remorseful. We spend too much time waiting for an apology. Uh, trying to present evidence, fact, freedom. That's one of that's the word cloud from the podcast we did on waking up and couldn't get out of bed because somebody wasn't remorseful. Like I'm talking about these young people I had to deal with. I really wanted them at the end of our engagement for them to be remorseful. But then I realized they, I don't know what wound they fell out of and I don't know what their daily existence is. All I know is that I can pull myself out of this situation and there's really probably nothing I can do here. Right. But I, I, I do know for a fact that even even me walking away left an impression on possibly two of them. So just like I'm processing, damn, what was that? They're, pro- they're processing. Wow. What was that? You know, how did we how did that come to be? Because I pro- hope to never see them again. Um, but hopefully we left that kind of lasting impression on it. And I hate to say that about our young people. But let me tell you something about our young people. I have my dog snoring now. Our young people become the older people. You are still that young people. You, you never leave. You never, ever, ever. I got to tell you, you never leave that time. It never goes away. It ne- I don't care. I have seen 90-year-olds. 90 I have seen people, centurions. I've seen them. And they still the same, they still the same way. That person, I'm telling you, these behaviors, they're lifelong. They're lifelong because by, what, 10? They're forever. And it's like you... I'm still, the jury is still out on this change thing. And I know, yes, we do adjust. We do adjust because you're going to get tired. Some things you do get tired of, but a lot of times you you resort to or you revert to um, certain things. And some of that stuff is so ingrained. If it's so ingrained, then it's hard. So you probably can't get out of bed. Let me tell you, I'm going to give you some of the things that we really realized over the past 90 episodes of why we really can't get out of bed. And it usually, first and foremost, it's very hard for people to look within themselves and look at themselves, right? Because, you know, I mean, your eyes, they look out, close your eyes, they look in. I mean, it's really hard to go within. It's really hard because you, you, all you see all day long is a reflection of something else, right? And, and you think what you're seeing is what you have to process. You know, that was what your mind was going on with your mind, your heart, and your soul, and your spirit. But it's really not because your mind, your heart, and soul, and spirit is basically trying to, trying to make sense of what, what you're looking at and why you are keeping yourself in certain environments. It's like, okay, I've given you the, I've given you the thoughts to leave this. You know, I've given you the heart to know that that doesn't feel good. And we are, now we're talking about your immortal soul. You know, and so looking for other people to be remorseful so that you can, quote unquote, forgive or find closure. Um, that's that's only going to continue to cause you to be stuck where you are uh, looking for that apology. You know, if you've got the evidence, you know, go ahead and try the case, find them guilty and cert- say sent- sentence them. Uh, but find your freedom. Damn, they got the word freedom right there at the end. See what I'm talking about? We did a whole, we did, we talked a whole lot about freedom because a lot of times a lot of us can't get out of bed because we are just dealing with that. I've got one here. It says do over day, um, do over day. I've got down here, your stressors, triggers, trying to read without my glasses, putting things off again, freedom, fresh desires, disappointments, um, stay strong, perception outcomes, uh, planning burn day. We learned that we needed burn days. Like, you know, like for me, I like for my Mondays to be burn days. My Tuesdays always, I love Tuesdays, my favorite day. Um, but that one ended, that word cloud ended in faith because faith is waiting one more day. Like yesterday I was like, faith is just waiting one more day. Multitasking. 
We had a, a podcast. We talked about multitasking and why it's mostly women that try to multitask. Because you know, women are women are the ones give birth, and unfortunately, in society, you don't get to give birth, and then that be the only thing you do. You got to give birth and go do all this other stuff. I loved about, and I think we were talking about uh, Megan at the time, uh, Megan Markle. And Prince Harry, Megan was like, I am not having this baby and then stepping out there in front of people. Because <laughs> everybody always talks about how the Roy family, like, you know, anybody that's had a kid, you know, it's like, it ain't all couple setting. You can't get dressed. Like, it's a lot to be worried about after you done had a baby. Not to mention the fact that you need a little rest. Now, I understand, you know, the women can drop a load and keep it going, but... Megan was like, no, we're going to do this. And I'm not standing up there, you know, be- belly and, and all that's going on with my body, trying to get these people a picture of this baby. Uh-uh, she's not doing that. So even though they still did it, she still was uh, had to do it maybe a day set of maybe a day or so in or whatever. She was trying to it, 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 in, inflict some change on that. Um, but multitasking, um, one of the things like having just worrying, you know, uh, having your mind be in so many different places. And we were talking about one of the reasons that women aren't as successful as we should be is because unlike the male gender, men uh, um, and all those who even identify as men um, get to seem to be able to just focus on one thing. And we, we went down, we, that particular day, we just, everybody tried to come up with one that multitask, and I'm like, I've never seen it. I have not seen it. I, I, and I'm still saying, I have not seen it. I've not seen a man multitasking. I just haven't. I, don't, I can't. I can't pick one. I can't. And I have. I have. I have grandfathers, uncles, dad. I, I have a son, <laughs> you know, and I have not seen doing the multiple things and, and where the, the one thing that I just, what can you do that? And let's talk. No, they can't. They don't. Right. I'm just saying they don't. All right. Make time was one, uh, laid back versus lazy. We did one in the 90, uh, episodes as we, as we close out a series here, laid back versus lazy. Keep it real down to earth. And look, I, I, Apparently was laid back in this because the writing on this one is so nice and neat. Keep it real, down to earth, prepared, discovering, go with the flow, go against the current, uh, tread new waters, path made clear, prayers, procrastination, uh, wait, win or lose, teamwork, one track, decisive opportunity, confirmation. Uh, that's not your. That's not for you to handle. That was a big one. Trying to figure out. And, and not involve ourselves in things that just is not for us, right? My dog is snoring so loud. He's about to put me to sleep. Uh, stay ready. What is ready? What does it mean to go? Time, how much uh, go? Plan, prepare, uh, receptive. A lot of times, opportunity or things present themselves to us, and we're not ready for it. We're not receptive. We're not open, and we don't know how to listen. We also talked about can't fake it. Faking it means you're delivering something that is so to- totally subpar that you could always do better. Um, what do you want? Real decisions, depth of person. We talked about depth of person, and again, it, and that one ended in faith and in, in, in faithful. Yesterday, we talked about proximity, um, and I'm going to leave you with this. I'm going to leave you with this. Where are we on time? Okay, good at 38. I'm going to leave you with this because this dog is snoring really loud and I'm getting tired myself. Um, But I'm so excited to have this finish. And my goal was proximity. Um, I was in a conversation this morning. I went to a training. Facebook held a training here in Atlanta and they're doing these all over. And I hope you guys find one and go. I learned so much uh, and I'm seeing so much better results on Facebook as a result of going to that training. Um, but most of us, when we talk about why we can't get out of bed, it's basically because of proximity. If it's, if it's a result of trauma, um, here next to proximity, I have safety written there. And I was 
watching some things yesterday coming down through the news and it's talking about various communities and so forth and, and talking about how hard we work. And most of us, um, the goal at the beginning of the day, we realize that we need to start talking about it at the end of the day all the time. But at the beginning of the day, most of us just want to be safe. You work as hard as you do to keep your family in a safe environment. Now, yeah, you might want to acquire some things in this, in this, that, and the other, but those things that you are acquiring put you on a certain scale of things, right? We talk about, um, what you, I don't want to get into like the material things, but really it's about safety. And there are those things like I look when I, when I leave and I go out, there are, th there are things that I suspecting a call. And it, sorry, can't see. There are things that I look for in my environment that I gauge to see whether or not I'm safe. Can I be, do I need to be fully on guard? Um, can I just genuinely move about, you know, um, there are stores that I want to go in roads that I want to take, you know, sit and chill. Like I'm out, I'm out and about, um, when I'm going to certain events and things like that, you know, like, especially like we're driving in Atlanta, you know, you might end up, you know, you got to go two miles. Hell, that could take two hours depending on, you know, a traffic or an accident or whatever. So a lot of times when I get to where I'm going or even before I start out, I got to like chill in the car for a minute, you know, especially now we're hands free. You know, I got to stop. I got to tweet. I got to update. I got to post. I got to do this, that, and the other, you know, and usually when I'm out and about and I'm going from one event to the other, I need to go ahead and post this so I don't have get home and have to do all of this, you know, cause that was one of the things about blogging and you go into the event, we would come home, creators, and then you got to spend all night trying to post this stuff. So I've got to the point where, look, I want to, I want to get this out there and so I can move on. Right. So I'm always trying to make sure that I'm safe, um, you know, and because and a couple of times I've been out and sometimes I might just pull over just trying to figure out the navigation and they hit on the blue lights, you know, everything all right. And I'm like, OK, and I don't know if you really asked me everything all right or are you, you know, are you going back to weaponize on me or what? You know, I don't know. So I just have to make sure because I spend a lot of time uh, in the car going from place to place and I you know, but I, but I have to do that because of the proximity I want in life to certain things. But I have to, uh, especially out there as a woman, um, going to these places, even like just going to the gas station, like I have to make sure before I leave my neighborhood and usually when I leave my neighborhood, I'm going 50 miles, uh, in and around the city. I got to make sure I got gas and I'm not trying to stop inside the perimeter to buy gas. So I got to make sure I, you know, and if I have to, uh, I'm just going to get just a couple of gallons in and out. And there's all these things that I have to do and that we as, as women have to do. Cause y'all see how these folks grow on the And listen, it's just, you know, proximity, like even coming in, into my personal space, right? It's like you coming into my personal space. I don't care if my hair is on fire. I'm like, wait a minute. Cause you can point that out from over there, you know, all those kinds of things, proximity. But we also talk about proximity as a, as a, as a way, as a uh, part of getting to where you want to go. And we, on this particular day, we talked about associations, uh, industries, mentoring, events, conferences, peace of mind, uh, and how gauging how you are exposed out there. I, I used to, and I still get it. I still get it because I go live a lot even though I am, you know, now seeing some of these behaviors in everybody. Um, but you got to understand, I did this stuff very early on. And there are always those who would say to me, you know, be safe, you know, or you're brave and all this kind of thing, because they've never seen it before. And they don't understand um, subjecting yourself to such what people call scrutiny. And I don't get a lot. Of, I don't know. I don't know who's scrutinizing it, because, you know, I can't stand when people are overly guarded, you know, that, that they fall into that category of these, those other people that I don't want to deal with because, you know, their life is, uh, okay. Wait, their life is that way, you know? And so I, um, think about that proximity and I sat in on a, a monitor the class and they were talking about proximity and everything that you were doing since you woke up this morning, 
uh, has to do with your goal of proximity, how proximity, where you're the proximity you're trying to get to uh, an accomplishment, a goal, a promotion, living comfortably, um, and all those things. It's all about proximity. And you need to be able to articulate that because it determines, it determines where you end up in life. You know, proximity negotiation falls into that, you know, being able to articulate it and then being able to negotiate it. I was watching a really good movie last night. Um, Anthony Anderson, I, I, let me tell y'all, I like, I like Anthony Anderson. Um, and I hadn't seen this, but there's a movie out there called Beats. And it kind of reminded me of, uh, Hustle and Flow. Hustle and Flow was just real raw. And this particular one, and it was with the with the young lady. She got she she got cast in a lot of stuff. And I need to go. I, I'm wondering what. It, see, that's the thing about it being on Netflix. I love I love um, Amazon movies because then I can go back to the movie and I can Amazon. If you pause on a certain scene, they will show you everything that that person was ever in. Right? And Netflix, y'all need to do that. So I gotta go back and find out. She was in uh, uh, Orange Is the New Black and. And, um, and she was, she was in a number of things, but she got cast in a lot of stuff, but this particular movie is called Beats. And it's about a young man who, uh, I think they live in Chicago. So I think he lost a sibling, uh, to a sibling. And I think there were maybe this family was impacted by, by two deaths in Chicago. I want to think maybe his, his dad and his sister uh, were murdered in Chicago. So therefore his mom uh, keeps him home. He doesn't get to leave the house. And so, um, and plus he's, you know, dealing with the trauma of, uh, I don't know if he was at the scene or one of those or, or what. And I'm going to go back and actually watch it again. But it was actually Anthony Anderson is working at the school and he's, uh, his ex, his wife is the principal of the school. He has left the music business for, you know, all reasons. Um, and he he has to go out kind of as a truant officer of the school and get these kids back in school. And he visits it. He goes to visit this young one man, young man who hasn't been in school since this trauma. And while he's talking with the kid's mom, he was like, he is the music. And of course he came out of the music industry. He's like, he's just signing there making beats. Right. And so he then, uh, befriends a young guy um, for the wrong reason. Cause he's like, you know, Hey, that's going to get me back in. But then he, again, of course, you know, it, it, ta- it makes the, um, not to give spoilers, but the redemption comes in, the redemption comes in, but it, it gives us another glimpse. And I know, I know, I know we have said, okay, too much of this television, too much of television and, too, and by television, I mean, um, film production, but we're in that season where everything has to do with the traumas that are going on in our lives. And there's so much of it. So it might be triggering if you've dealt with that situation, it might be triggering for that. But what I love about when Anthony Anderson is in a production, it, it goes so much deeper. And I don't know how I didn't look at stay for the credits and, and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to do that today. Um, but I just know what I loved about hustle and flow and what I loved about hustle and flow, what made me fall in love with hustle and flow was I got a chance to uh, in- interview very early on before it was put out um, after it came after it, after they got John Singleton involved and it was actually written by this guy out of Memphis and it was his hard work, this production. I know everybody said it was a John Singleton film, but no, it was actually a film by, um, and, and, and I don't want to say a white guy because he was just too hella cool to be white, you know? And so, but I had a chance to have lunch with him. I think we had lunch pretty much at the, at the, four, no, it wasn't the four seasons. Cause you know, back in the day when films used to come, when movie, when Hollywood used to come to Atlanta to do press, they would get like the best hotel, you know, the valet parking, wonderful meal and sit you down with these, with the, with the industry right now. It's like, Oh, let's just do an influencer brunch. Let's bring them to a free screening. But no, back in the day, it was like the royal treatment. So, but I remember talking with him in depth about, about hustle and flow. And what I loved about hustle and flow is that you got a chance to see the music being created. So if you are a music lover, you're going to love this film called beats because you get to watch hit the, there's, there's seen so many scenes of 
just he and Anthony uh, in this uh, in the room, just do this, do that. Wait, go back do that. Making the music, you know, and I love things that show us making the music and birthing. I love that whole birthing process, you know, of them taking just that little. So it just it just reminded me. I mean, you can literally do some side by sides of hustle and flow. And remember when they were in there, like just making the music, like, wait, go, man, go back and do that. You got that Anthony Anderson, you know? And so, um, and, and the, in the gentleman, the young man who played the movie, I, like I said, I hate when I can't call their name. So I'll go back. Oh, hell we real time. Let me, let me see if I can, I don't know what my television is on. I think I even turned TV off last night cause I was like trying to go take, trying to take myself to bed. Let me see. Let me get y'all some stuff on here. I hate, I, I, it's like Yolanda, you're the editor, okay? It's your podcast. Yeah, they like, wait, because I don't want you to have to go search for it. That's what I don't want you to have to do. So let me pull it up. Let me mute this thing because I know it's going to be hella loud. Let me see here. See, there it goes loud. Let me go back. Let me go back. Let's see. Will it, and this is the the Netflix. Netflix changed. Um, Netflix just changed their screen, and now I don't know what the I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. Huh? There was an update on this, and I'm on. Let me see. Hold on. All this because you watched. Let me go back to the top. Hold on. Come on now. Watch it again. You hear me clicking? See, now I gotta go too far. Oh my damn! This is like crazy. Okay, let me just search. Golly. Netflix, y'all, y'all about to go down. I'm telling y'all. There it is. Okay, there it is. There it is. I got to do all this. Okay, it's called Beats. Let me see if I can get. Okay, Beats is um on Chicago Southside. Hip-hop prodigy August Monroe navigates crippling anxiety and new creative frontiers with the help of an unlikely mentor is trying to come on. I did not ask for you to come on. Go back. I want to read the damn. Okay, stay right there. All right. And it is, um, the cast is Khalil. What's his name? I can't see y'all. I'm way away from the TV. Anthony Edison. Oh, Uzo, 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 Uzo. Uzo from uh, Orange is the New Black. Director Chris Robinson. Uh, drama, independent movies. So let me, I want to, Chris Robinson. Let me, let me see if I can look that up. Let me see who Chris Robinson is. Hold on. I want y'all to go watch this because it's good. When did it come out? 2019 is an hour and 50 minutes. Um, Chris Robinson, that name sounds familiar. Let's see. Uh, Chris Robinson. American film director. Okay. Yes, Chris Robinson. He ha- Okay, he has directed films such... Oh, this is a Netflix original. Oh, nominations. Grammy Award for Beats for Best Music Videos. Uh, BT awards and all that kind of stuff. And let me see, I'm trying to pull up, I'm trying to see if he's done any other, and, and apparently it's given me, are you serious? Wait a minute here. Are these his? No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me go to I. Let me go to his movie database instead of Wiki, Wiki, his wiki. Chris Robinson is tied to some everything. Hold on. Known for ATL New Edition, yes, Erica Badu, Beats, Star, Hip Hop 18, Tiffany Haddish, director. He done directed all this stuff. Okay. Dang, Chris. Real Husbands of Hollywood. <laughs> okay. See, that's why you got to go back and, and know. Because I'm like, all this stuff is like so familiar in this movie. This technique of the way it's done. No wonder we love this. He was the director of all that. Okay. 2019. Uh, 
Let me see. Let me get. Let me get. Let me get. Let me get some more info off of this. I want because I want to. I don't want all that. I used to have a membership on, uh, and those of y'all trying to get, that's there. He goes, man. This little dude right here. He was, he was good. He was good. Full cast. Full cast. Can I get to the full cast? Cast. 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 Khalil. Average. Khalil. Average will make his feature film debut as the co-lead opposite Anthony Anderson. Okay, it is a Netflix original movie beats is a performance driven hip hop deep dive with a booming baseline one minute movie review. Okay, it's good stuff, y'all. It's good stuff. So go and go and check that out. Um, man, it, it is it is good stuff. All right. So let me get ready to get out of here. Um, we got five minutes on this our 90th episode. Uh, let me, in fact, let me say this. Let me give a couple of shout outs. Um, um, we ended up getting some support for our podcast. For those of you that know, I want to shout out our supporters on this podcast. Cause there's no way I could come on and, and know people like, well, how do you get, how do you really get to do this? Cause y'all are really trying to figure out how creators do this. We have some supporters, uh, supporters that help us fully reimburse the expenses of bringing you content. Natural soap by Zakia. If you shop at natural soap by Zakia, use the link, uh, natural soap by Zakia. I'll give you a link. Use the discount code dryer buzz. Uh, we get support from that. Also, AIB Nation was a podcast, or is still, uh, they, they renewed for the month, and they're going to go with us into the next podcast. I'm going to tell you what's coming up next. But AIB Nation, one of the things I taught you guys all the time, if you're trying to get somewhere, you need to join a nation. You need to join an association. You need to have mentors. You need to be able to articulate your ass, articulate what it is you're trying to achieve, your goals, and so forth. And then, therefore, you will get there. There's a reason I know how to take this from a podcast to a book and how come the fall I'm going to be on a book tour with how telling people how to get out of bed. My inbox, can you come and speak on this? Can you come and speak on that, right? You got to have these things. Let me tell you, you just got to become part of a nation. Two nations came forward to support how to get out of bed. Uh, the Nation of Soap Makers. Uh, with Natural Soap as a Kid and the Nation of Authors with AIB Nation. So, and also from that, um, what's coming up next? Let me see. I don't even have the screenshot on there. Let me see if I can load that right quick because uh, that way I can give you guys full information. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Use as image. I want to fill that up to the screen. Nope, can't fill that to the screen. Let me just, I'll just bring it up right here. Let me just show that on the screen. Buzz it or bash it. Buzz it or bash it. Um, we pause buzz it or bash it in order to bring you how to get out of bed. Because a lot of things, we paused a lot to go back to how to get out of bed. Because when I'm working with people, who are trying to become brands, businesses, entrepreneurs, develop nonprofits, seeking opportunities, speakers, everything that you want to be, it starts with how you get out of bed. And what happens is if you go into it without healing that which you need to heal, understanding that which you need to understand, getting closure with that you need closure on, you will get out there, you will get started, and you will need to stop because you can't go forward and, and this, that, and the other. And so we had to come back to how to get out of bed. I have to, when I sit down, I'm talking to people, okay, and I tell them, here's what you need to do. And they can't, they can't, they can't speak for themselves. It's like, okay, you need to go do this radio interview. Because the minute you tell me, the minute you say to me, you know, this is what I'm trying to accomplish, I'm going to lay it out for you. And then you can't show up because you can't get out of bed. Because you're not ready to be THT, truthful, honest, and transparent. And success is about being truthful, honest, and transparent. And I know it's a whole lot of people that think they can get out there and fake it and lie about it. You know, all that stuff comes to light. All of it. I got to put this candy in my mouth, y'all. All of that comes to light. But if you are looking for opportunities and freedom, if, if that's your goal, and, and, you know, I keep putting my head in my hand because I'm like, 
I know it's episode 90. I don't want to have to repeat myself. And I just want to hit the I just want to hit the stop button and have this thing done. But I I want to go out in a certain way, but I just want you to understand. And this is going to be my last word of the day, y'all. I know it looks like it looks like it's a lot of fakers out there that's doing things. I know it looks like let me tell you what's the word? Imposters. The imposters imposing on us things that's imposters. I'm more about the right. I didn't. I wanted truth to be less. Let me tell you, imposters. If you don't want to be an imposter, right? Because I'm gonna tell you, be, being an imposter, there will come a day when you cannot get out of bed. You do not want to be an imposter. When I'm when I'm blogging, one of the things that I come on, and a lot of the things that I talk about. Because people come to me and they're telling me how they see me. Cause and I have to remind them what they're looking through, that lens, that little bit of gaze. You heard a little word and this, that, and the other, you know. And I may seem brave and all this kind of stuff. And I am. I am quite fearless. But I've had to be. Right? Because there's nobody to the left or the right, you know. And, and there is. But I don't want them to have to step in that in that manner. You know what I'm saying? I don't want them to have to be as on guard as I have to be. I don't want them to have to worry as much as I have to, right? Uh, and those kind of things. So I let people who are around me just kind of enjoy the joy. I just let them have the joy part of it, right? But keep in mind, I said I started how to get out of bed because my days were getting heavy to where I couldn't get out of bed. I needed new behaviors. I needed new habits. And I said, I got I got it. Let me do this. And now 90 days, you know, tomorrow, if I can't get up and get out of this bed, I'm going to be able to go and listen to myself. And that's the hardest thing to do, listen to yourself in the podcast. But sometimes I have to go back and listen to myself. Because sometimes I move out of the way and let something come through to be what it's supposed to be. I'm going to have to come and open this journal and go back here. Like, here's a come Monday. Believe and behave. That one was so good. Believe and behave. Too many of us are looking for a place to belong. You know, they trying to you're trying to turn a you into an us and a we. There's guilt out there. You know, be mindful. Some too much too much going on in our world is extreme. You know, like right, just like the other we're still going on, this whole thing with letting the girl be Ariel. But I'm like, okay, yeah, we y'all Ariel was white. Y'all got a white one. But the fact that you don't want anybody else to have one. So that's the that's the problem. With why we have to deal, why so much is being called racism right now. It's like you have one. Now your problem is you don't want anybody else to have one. That's that's where the problem is. That live and let live. You know? Cause ain't nobody really imposing on your life. Then then nobody come well, yeah, people did say, Well, why is every, why is every this yeah, there was people like, Well, why is every Disney princess European, white, plain, whatever the word, however you want to describe it. Why? You know? And so then, and, 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 and I'm still mad about the black one because, hell, she spent half the movie as a damn frog. So I, I still ain't trying to run up on that. I'm like, damn, she was on the screen at the beginning and the end. She spent, wasn't she a frog in that movie? I'm like, I can't even remember. I'm like, but, you know what I'm saying? But then I'm like, okay, well, there's more than Disney. That's why we're here. That's why my television was on Netflix just then. That's why I I have mentioned not a television network. I mentioned Netflix. I've talked about Facebook. I've talked about Amazon, right? Because I can get beyond all of that stuff. And sometimes you got to learn how to go and get, get beyond. You got to believe and behave. See, because what you believe is how you behave. And, and a lot of us are out here can't get out of bed because how people behave with us. Well, you need to understand they behave that way because that's how they believe. And you're wasting too much time trying to change what people believe, how people behave and what people believe, because you need to focus on what do you believe. Remember, we're talking about your proximity. We're talking about your proximity to where it is you want to be in life, where you want to belong. And, And sadly, too many people want to belong in the pack. Well, I'm here to tell you the pack is in the back because it can't fit up front. 
right? This take two steps forward. Every time I tell you take two steps forward, guess what the guess what you do? You take two steps forward. So why aren't you why aren't you telling yourself to take two steps forward? Get as far away from the pack as you can. And I know it looks good. It looks like y'all all on one accord. No, you're in the back. There's no fight for the spotlight. None. None, 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 none. Uh, let me see. Let me do a couple more. No, let's not do a couple more. Can we call it? Let's call it, y'all. Let's call it, y'all, because I'm tired and I can't fake it. Seek some answers. Uh, but thank you guys so much. I was giving you thank you. That's what we were. I don't know how I got back to the book. I'm closing the book. I have closed a journal on 90 days, 90 episodes of how to get out of bed. If you find tomorrow that you can't get out of bed and you're like, where's dry bus? Go over there and catch a replay. I will do a couple of watch parties just to get you used to the fact that we are moving on. Uh, can't wait to get to do Buzzard or Bastion. I'm really excited about um, going forward with Buzzard or Bastion. There's a couple other things that we have going on. Also, on tomorrow, as a matter of fact, which is why I'm so glad this is ending today. On tomorrow, if you have not heard, and you probably have not heard because I've only said it twice, um, and I don't have anything in here to put on the screen, but on tomorrow, we're kicking off, and I will post some uh, information, um, again, based on all the questions that I get asked about how to do some of these things, um, and on the countdown, tomorrow, we are kicking off the official countdown to 2020, six months, I'm going to do six calls, and they are um, the success conversations. And in the success conversations, I'm going to talk about all the successful people that I have interviewed and what they have told me about being successful. And I cannot wait. Ooh, I just thought about that. Okay, yes, I am going to do that. Success is a conversation. I just thought about the, the promotion I should run for that. Success is a conversation. And I cannot wait to tell you, uh, to bring to you some of these things that I have gotten from people um, in this success conversation. And for those of you that are ready to count down to 2020, if you are trying to get prox, thinking about proximity, if you know where you want to be in 2020 or what you hope to accomplish in 2020, it's literally a few months away and we need to get there. And so I'm going to uh, have a call on the night tomorrow, uh, 24 hours after this, ending this 90 day episodes uh, on the ninth of each month at nine o'clock. Um, there's a call. You can go to successconversations.eventbrite.com, successconversations.eventbrite.com, and I will take you through something that's going to be absolutely awesome and amazing. And also, I will be locally, if you're locally in, in and around the city where I am, check the timeline, because I will be speaking on the 12th as well. Uh, I'm taking one of the um, social media clinics, to a business networking group. They have asked for a content clinic. So we're going to do a content clinic for them. And uh, that's on, it's actually a makeup day for first Fridays since July 4th was a holiday. Uh, and the Friday after was a holiday still. <laughs> so um, they are having one. So that's this coming Friday after this, if you're catching this in the live or if you're catching this in an immediate replay, that's this coming Friday if you're local. You can check that out. And I'm pretty sure I think they're going to offer a stream. So we will let you know about that. I won't stream, um, but they will probably offer something of a live uh, version of that so that you can find out about their group. So, But I will definitely share it. I will definitely share it. So, all right. Uh, I think that's it. But get, get on the call. Join the conversation. Go to successconversations.eventbrite.com. And I think think looking down the list looking down the list I think that's it guys I hope uh, I hope I've helped you because you've definitely helped me and that is get out of bed now let's do one last thing go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter Instagram and Facebook it's all about the buzz yeah.